0: And it's gotta be Settled in cards, yeah. That's the only thing that's soothing my soul <laughs> Turn on the TV to Power Rangers, yeah
1: Now it's more time, I'm ready to go Man, I'ma tell you It's hard out here For a pimp, bro, let me tell you, man I, I know you guys saw that uh, I said I had a fight Uh, that I was supposed to be doing later on today, but I ran into a 12-year-old and uh, he kind of put the hit on my face, so uh, I won't even be able to do that fight later on. So uh, we're just going to go ahead and do the show tonight. This is, of course, Color Commentary, where we give you views. I can't even see the camera, bro. Where's the camera at? Oh, man. Views from a different side. Of course, we're going to be talking about the great movies Creed 1 and Creed 2 tonight let's go ahead and get into this amazing show oh and of course let me let you know right from the beginning you gotta subscribe to survive let's go ahead and get it done in the in the red corner contestant number one coming all the way from durham north carolina charlie chuck taylor What's
0: up, what's up guys, what's up guys, what's up guys, it's your boy Chuck Taylor here, yes we just saw Creed 2, I don't watch Creed 1 at least 3-4 times this week, so I am straight up ready to, to get the fight on son, until I saw how much training this brother had to do to get that part, and I was like, no, it's Thanksgiving, I need to go eat and watch TV, but I will definitely watch the movie again and again, and it was good, but we're going to review this on, on this show, so let's go.
1: And in the white corner, wearing inappropriate gear for a fight, <laughs> coming all the way from Paris, France, Europe, it is Danny Aceblade. Quick, what's happening, sir? You know who it is.
2: It's your boy Danny J. Quick. Yeah, I'm not fighting. I'm not hand fighting nobody. I'm I'm bringing a weapon. These no nah, I, look. I wouldn't have fought Drago to save anybody's life. This dude was too big. I said, "Jesus, how
1: he going how he gonna beat this
2: dude? <laughs> it's straight up impossible." But um, I had a good time watching the movie. Um, I'm glad we're doing both movies because for some reason it took Rashad a whole two years to watch Creed one when we had been telling them that it was great. Um, so here we go.
1: I hope y'all enjoy it. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Rashad Waters, owner and founder of Block Band Music and Publishing, where we give you music and instruments for marching bands across the nation. Let's get ready to rumble! Mr. Daddy J, quick, go ahead, sir. Let's actually go backwards, and we're going to talk about Creed 2 first, because we know that's the one that just came out and everybody wants to talk about. Go ahead, sir, and tell us what your feelings on that. Five minutes, sir.
2: Are we talking about Creed 2 first, okay. Well, um, I enjoyed it, I liked it a lot. I uh, I, I'm not gonna say it was better than the first one, but there were certain parts of it that I enjoyed more than the first one. Um, namely, um, Drago, the whole villain setup was extremely dope to me. I don't think I've seen a, a sports movie that was done like this. Like, I like sports movies all the way back from. From uh, the Mighty Ducks, me and, Phil, me and Chuck used to watch uh, the Mighty Ducks together all the time. D one, D two, D one, D two, D three. We used to watch them together on VHS all the time together, um, and that was that's probably like the pinnacle of even now. If you watch it, it's still a great movie, but just the the, the battle—you um, saw what each side was fighting for, and it was really cool to see um how they developed Drago and his, you know, why, um, why now, why now, why he came back now to fight. Um, you know, the whole struggle that he had been through ever since he lost his father lost um, you know, all those years ago to Rocky. Um then you saw how um that legacy um really, really hurt Creed and and how you know just just the name Drago showing up how it really affected him, uh, in his day to day life, and it was like his whole life stopped when he, when he, uh, <laughs> when he heard the the name Drago, and he saw, yo, this is the this this bloodline over here ended, almost ended mine. You know, I didn't grow, up, I grew up without a father because of this guy, and now, you know, I have the chance to at least put my hands on this dude, and you saw how that really affected his mind state going into the first fight, and how. Um, his new father figure kind of helped him get through that. And then also, um, on the other side, Drago, his, his wife or his, and his mom, Drago's mom leaving him, how it spiraled in him into a whole depression and how he couldn't even function as a father to his wow. son. And it was just crazy. Like, uh, it was, it was real good. Like I almost felt bad for, for the Drago team. Um, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm cheering for Creed, but, you know, I was like, yo, Drago. I mean, I understand why he wants to win the fight. And that's you don't usually get that in a um, in a um, in a sports movie. You see why, you know, the other team is the bad guy. They always have, you know, either the horrible coach that's that's um, being a slave driver to the to the to the other team. Or they're just the cocky, um, you know, uppity people who need to be defeated. You don't really feel like that, and I think 20, 2018 has been a really good year for villains. Ever since the Dark Knight, really, uh, villains have been more and more um, not approachable, but yeah, you kind of feel that empathy for for villains nowadays. And I really, I really like this 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 new wave of movies. It really, really um makes movies more relatable and really real life because. Everybody has a story. Even even villains have have things that are going on with them. So, hey, I man, I liked it, man. Creed two, all the way. I I when we talk about Creed one, we can we can talk about the the impact and all that stuff. But from a film, I don't know, man. They they're pretty close to me. They're pretty close, to me. I'm not gonna say that number two is better, but they they were pretty close to me, and especially with the you know developing on the
1: relationships and stuff like that. So I don't know. All right, so we got uh one point here, got a couple of times in from uh Danny Quick. It's Charlie Taylor in the very corner. Go ahead and get your uh your hits in there, sir. Five minutes.
0: Well, let me see. Uh, I'm a huge Creed fan. I, was, I mean, I, I saw the first one, I was hooked. Michael B. Jordan is one of my favorite actors, but Creed 2 just brought it to another level to me. I um, only I guess the way it, the movie was so. I guess it puts you in a lot of tough positions. Um, you kind of got to see Creed, uh, well, uh, Adonis, uh, from a different point of view, being, being, a, being, I guess, fragile, being a father figure, uh, kind of understanding that he has to build his way back up after he was up so high at the beginning of the film. Um, his relationship with uh, her name, was it Bianca? Bianca, yes. Bianca,
2: Bianca yeah, Bianca, right,
0: yeah, Bianca, and how her life. Um, her, you know, her, she t- went on her career path and she's a singer now. She signed, um, how they are basically living the dream almost. He's a champion of the world. She's killing it in her industry. And then they hear, oh, like, oh, wow, you're pregnant. You're what? We're pregnant. I'm gonna be a daddy. Like, and they kind of feel like the whole uh, thing changed. It's like, oh my gosh. And so it was just, it was so cool just to kind of see that, um, you know, happening in, in, in the, the film at the beginning. And then, like, when the Drago stuff just came, it just like, bulldoze everything down. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is it. like when they just come to Philadelphia to challenge you and just like make a mockery almost out of your father's death. I was like, oh man, this is dude asking for some somebody to lay some hands on him or something. It's like mm-hmm. that's this is getting kind of a little bit over past boxing almost. And and like what you said, Tori, Drago was super intimidating. When I saw <laughs> him training, I was like I felt like how Rocky did when he was talking to uh, Creed, talking to Adonis outside. He was like, "He's dangerous, bro." He, uh, <laughs> I'm dangerous. I was like, "No, you ain't that type of dangerous, bro." <laughs> he will end you. <laughs> so I definitely feel like I felt like from his character development and the way that they made him look like he was scary. The the son looked way scarier than the dad on the uh, on the on that Rocky when he was fighting uh, um, Creed's father. But I was like, "Wow, mm. this dude is amazing." But um, yes, this movie I really enjoyed the fight scenes. Those fights were so impressive. I mean, you felt every dang punch. I watched the first one and it was good. You felt some of the punches, but this one you was like, "Ah, ooh, I, I know I was in the theater. Like, oh, my ribs, my ribs. Yeah. He just broke something on this side." And I saw I saw Rashad. He was on the seat He was like, "Ah," on a couple <laughs> hits to the face i was like good gosh this is this is really entertaining so i think the directors did a really good job of taking the good things out of creed one and and trying to you know kind of make his own uh i guess make his own type of feel for the second movie um with the music the training montage was awesome when they went to the desert i really enjoyed that whole like they started with a uh I forgot what song it was but it was more like an old song and like more like an old broken down type of song, and then it just like builds up, and then you hear the, the track drop. Once he kind of feels like okay, I'm ready to take this over, and he's feeling like himself, and he's starting to win in the ring. He's starting to win when he's training. He's not falling out, you know, running in the wow. desert like he was before. <laughs> you know, he's he's ready for the fight. So, but yeah, this movie was amazing. I, I enjoyed it. I'm gonna watch it multiple times, definitely.
1: Nice. Okay, all right. A couple hits in, a couple hits. Seems like my camera is taking a couple hits here. <laughs> he can't see you. You might have to just deal with uh listen to my voice here. but so just close your eyes and uh and hear what I have to say. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. So I'm going to make sure I, I don't go over my time. Creed 2 is a positive story about overcoming your situation, kind of like every Rocky movie. Creed 2 was really what I was expecting Creed 1 to be. Um, the training montage was good. Particularly the part with him uh, training up close, like when he put his foot in the tire, like that was really cool to me. And the uh, and the fights were epic, man. Like Charlie said, like I was ducking and dodging and stuff, man. And the sound effects was like woof woof, and man, I was like so many times, like that was amazing. However, the problem for me was that I saw Creed number one the same day. If I had seen Creed. Uh number one, three years ago when it first came out, I definitely would have had a different opinion about this movie. But seeing this movie back to back, it I I found that it 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 paled in comparison to the first movie. Um uh, I feel like it had a lot of Mm-mm. see that's what happens
0: when you when you start saying something. anything negative about Kree, you just get taken out. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter if it was good about the first one. It's just we had to kick
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, we know we know because we talked to Rashad uh, several times this week. He talked about how uh, Creed 1 was so much better than Creed 2. He said that wh- what did he say? Creed 1 was like the best movie of all. Like one of the best, best movies. Best movie
0: have ever seen. I oh, yeah. I mean, I think it was it's up there. It was one of my very best movies. Like I sit down and religiously watch it over and over yeah. again, no matter what time of year. And I always finish it. I don't just like watch it like a scene or something. I put it on, just catch myself watching the music. The way the music ties into any of Ryan Coogler's films, it just yeah. seems to be pretty much. I mean, he's epic at that. The way he composes that. Yeah. But yeah. um, let's see if we can get Mister Shot shot back on here.
2: Yeah, I agree with you on that. And Ryan Coogler is a fairly new director, but this dude is is putting together a really good resume um shoot from from black panther to fruitvale station uh then creed i mean well creed did creed come out no creed came out after fruitvale station right after Mm -hmm. yeah so i mean like this guy is just a mess and he didn't direct he didn't direct creed too but he did um produce it like he i think he co-produced it um right with with sylvester Stone. so uh you talking about this one he produced it. He didn't. He didn't direct it, right?
0: No, he did not direct it. Uh, who is the actor that directed this? I actually was talking to someone about this earlier because I've seen him on a couple of shows before. Once I get, let me get his name because yeah, he uh, he was amazing. I know Rashad probably has his name written down. Yeah, of
2: course he does. But
0: director. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, 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 wait.
2: I enjoyed it, man. I, I really liked it. I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't say that 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 two is better than one, but I really enjoyed um, the second one. Oh, and the like, Felicia Rashad. I don't, I cannot give this woman enough credit, Ooh, man. Like, she's she, so awesome. She was only in like three or four scenes, but like every time she came up on the screen, you were like, "Yo, that's really somebody's mama, right there." Yeah, that's, that's
0: really somebody's mama. Like every black man or woman's, like, "Yes, ma'am. Yes, yes ma'am." ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I understand. You're right. I am yeah. a grown man. Like he was like, you a grown man? I was like, oh, okay, well, yeah, I am a grown man. Mm-hmm. But I thought you were gonna, you know, give me some advice. You know, give me your t- no grown man. You can do what you want to. You grown? Yeah. We all heard that before when I'm with our mothers. You grown? It's like that don't uh, sound like a very confident.
2: <laughs> that uh, that scene where she uh where they were going to um, talk about what were they coming to ask her? They were coming to ask her about, I'll tell her, he, they were coming to tell her about the fight, but she was like, Oh, I know what it is. And then she flipped it on. And she was like, you pregnant. You pregnant? <laughs> yeah. I was,
0: I was, see, only problem with that I did not understand, like, did she not know about the fight Cause she played off? Like she didn't know about the fight, you know, right. until when he first did it. So no, I, I was, I was a little unsure about that, but yeah, yeah. She, she, Sniffed out that pregnancy real quick, and you remember when uh Bianca had the wine? She has a oh, wine yeah. about to drink, and they all look at her. and she fits it back in there. That was we were rolling in the theaters on that one, man. That was yeah. so amazing the way it they did great.
2: that. They did a really good job with that movie, and uh, me too, man. Me, you know, uh, Tiana's this Rocky is her favorite movie series of all time. Mm-hmm. So um when when the first Creed came out. We really like we went and saw it. We immediately bought it on Blu-ray. I listened oh. to, you know, I wish this is one movie that I was really looking for director's commentary, but I didn't have one on the um okay. Yeah. So I was really disappointed in that. But the movie was so good on its own, you know. I watch it probably, you know, once or twice a month also. Um, so shoot. Yeah, I'm down, man. Like I, I hope they continue with it. Um I wish they would have gave us a tease for, like, what, what's happening next with it. I was, yeah. you know, I'm I'm spoiled by Marvel because they always give you that tease at the end of the movie. We uh, say I did stay and wait
0: to see if something where, like, somebody's training somebody else in the background. But um, no, nothing came. Nothing came to pass. I was I was wondering because one thing that this movie did, they you, did you, I don't know if you noticed it at the end of the movie with when he won the fight. Uh Salone didn't get uh, Rocky didn't go in the ring.
2: Oh right. Yeah, Rocky yeah, yeah. sat
0: there so he could shine. And yeah. I was like, it kind of felt like on a on the you know on on the actual series, like he's giving Creed this is your series now. Like yeah. I'm stepping out of the of the spotlight and it's gonna be Creed. Now be Creed yeah. and Rocky, it's gonna be Creed.
2: And I just <laughs> might make some cameo. I definitely call so. that to you. Me uh when we were at, we were watching it, we were like, uh Tiana thought that he was gonna die at that moment because you know the 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 move the the um the music came down, it was a little somber. They, you know, mm-hmm. they showed him giving him the fist bump, you know, everything, and then uh, you know, it faded away. He was like, Yo, is he? She was like, Is he about to die or something? What's going on? And I was like, Nah, <laughs> this, <you> know, <laughs> I was like, Nah, he, I think that he's just passing the baton. time. But yep. I wasn't surprised if the next movie he does die. I wouldn't be surprised.
0: Yeah, you I think you're right, like they definitely they definitely have, you know, I guess the way they, they brought these movies and they made you care about so many different people. Like I really care about their relationship with Creed and Rocky. Yeah. And I don't and now that he's a father and he's um married to Bianca and he also has his relationship with his mom back on top. I think that kinda made it a little easier for Rocky to kind of step back a little bit. And also when Creed decided to fight Drago, he left he left him up in Philly. He moved yeah. his whole family to California. But I, I mean, I, yeah, that was a wrong decision. But that, to me, that also also showed a lot of growth on him because he would, he was a, he became a man that, he, even though he might have made the wrong decision, he made a decision, he stuck with it. He didn't go like, hey, you gonna, you, will you please train me? I really want to fight. I don't know such and such. So like he, he, was like, hey, I want to fight this dude. I gotta do it for my dad, and he got his tell. Whoop, didn't last long. Uh, now that shot that he got punched in, I thought he might have died, but he was on his knee. I thought he died. I was like, alright, that's the end of Creed. No more Creed's after this. <laughs> he just killed that man.
2: <laughs> he just murdered that man in the ring. Just like he did. Murdered
0: that man. Like he murdered, like that dad. Like, his daddy. That was horrible.
2: Bruh. Yes. Oh, something something else I thought was pretty cool is I think um, I think that this is one of the first movies that really um, passed the baton the right way. I listened to wish this is one I movie that I was going mess, Messing All everything on. up. I hear myself echoing <laughs> the, shot. the green screen, man. The green screen. But no, I, I was saying uh Use from a different side. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we watching, is that where we are?
2: <laughs> um, um Die Hard. You know the Die Hard movies? Mm-hmm. Um, We were watching the Die Hard movies and that last Die Hard movie, they they tried to um, pass the baton off to this new kid. You know, his son, you know, is a CIA agent and all that stuff. And it just wasn't done right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, they tried to do the same thing with the Bourne movies. They tried to pass it, pass it on to a new character and they did it with I think James James Bond in in this movie series is like the only ones that uh, that have done that effectively they really uh, do a seamless, even though, you know, we know bond isn't the same person. It's the same character, you know? Um, and I can't, I can't think of any other series that, that, that has done it like this. And, uh, yeah, I hope they, they make three or four more creeds.
0: Yeah, definitely. Well, since we have Mr. Rashad back mm. from his beat down, uh, you ready to go ahead and give
1: us your thoughts. Hey, yeah. I had to take Drago out. I had to just kick him in the nuts. Basically. It's the only way to take him. out <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yes, uh, like I was saying, there was some missed opportunities in Creed. Are we talking about Creed too?
0: Yeah, yeah, we're okay. still talking about
1: Creed. So two. yeah, like the daughter being a, a spoiler alerts, guys. Spoiler alert, spoiler alert. spoiler alert, So just you know, hum to yourself for the next couple of minutes while you see my face. So yeah, I'm, like doing that the whole time. The daughter being born deaf. Like, that was cool, but it was just something that happened. Like, it didn't affect, like, after she was born, it didn't affect anything else in the movie at all. They didn't have to do anything special at all for her. You didn't see that. You didn't even know for sure that she was deaf until the very end of the movie when you see the uh, the earplugs on her ears. Um, Bianca going deaf. Like, that was introduced in the first movie, and then at the beginning of this one, you're know, like, he's proposing to her, and, you know, she can't hear. And you're like, oh, man, like, What's going to happen? Like I thought, that was going to be something that you would see that she's going to have to be dealing with that, particularly during the training montage. Like I thought, it was going to be something that happened, kind of like with uh, Rocky getting cancer in the first one. That you know that she's having to deal with that. And they're having to fight that battle together at the same time as he's preparing for Drago. Like I, I, they really missed an opportunity when they were sitting down, and uh, she had just come back from the studio. And um, you know, he's like, you know, like I I wouldn't be anything if I couldn't do what I love. And she could have been like, yeah, baby, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're going through. I just came from the studio and I couldn't hear anything. I can't do what I love either. Like they could have done that, you know, but they didn't, you know, Uh, to me, Adonis's character didn't really have any character depth like he did in character, like in number one, like in the first one, he was dealing with rage, loneliness, hope, conviction, father issues, nervousness. Like it was so many things, and Ryan Coogler was doing such a great job of showing you all these different personality traits. In the first, in this one, at the beginning, he was just arrogant, right? That was just the main thing. He was arrogant, and he was a little bit nervous about proposing to his wife. In the middle, that's when you start to see some other things about him, and also uh, his reaction to Rocky after Rocky didn't want to train him. I did just didn't seem right to me. Like after he had gone through everything with Rocky and helped him with getting through cancer. And then to push him away, particularly since it was his own fault, <laughs> you know, not Rocky's like kind of like this. Like if I tell my friend, hey, man, I want you to teach me how to drive a Lamborghini. And he says, no, bro, you can't handle it. And then I put myself in a hospital because I can't handle it. Is it my fault <laughs> or is it my friend's fault? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's a part <laughs> that didn't make no sense to me. To me, there wasn't a reason for him. For Creed not to fight Drago. There was no reason for that. Again, this movie kind of picks up off of Rocky IV. And in Rocky IV, uh, Drago kills Creed. So you're like, oh man, this dude is a killer. Rocky don't fight this dude. But in this one, yeah, he's a big guy. But that's it. So basically, as a boxer, <laughs> I you mean, see him? You don't see get him? me wrong. You said look at the man training. Shot. I saw but, his training. I thought I was going to die. All of that is fi- what I'm saying though is, and in boxing, you can't just say, Oh, he's a big guy, I can't fight him. Like, that's not how it, it works. If you're the champ, you have to fight, you know, the contenders, not just say, Oh, I can't fight this dude because he's big. Did, like, did they should have you- done something to make it so that. Uh, you know, like, uh, what's his name? Dude just put people out and just knocked them unconscious. They should have built up the villain some he more. Did
2: that. He did that. The the two fights that you saw, he knocked, he destroyed those. But the, in the first, in Rocky Four, did the first Drago, did he kill anybody before he fought Creed?
1: I don't think he killed, killed anybody well, not before he fought Creed. Because to me, the whole thing with Creed was just to build up for the fact that Rocky shouldn't fight him. Because this guy is a killer. Now, give, don't get it twisted. There was at least five minutes where I had to go rescue Charlie and D and let him into the movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> so then it had It was after the movie started. So perhaps I did miss something, but I did see him like at the very beginning. He fought a guy and you know he put him down. But to me, there just wasn't enough build up to to make it so that no, you should not absolutely fight this guy. You know, well, but other than that. Like, said it was a good movie it just wasn't the masterpiece that creed one was i can't wait to talk about that
2: we're going over time but i, I wanted to tell you why you're wrong okay now <laughs> uh, this second movie he he was dealing with the same amount of stuff he was dealing with the apprehension you could tell even when he um became the champion like he was just it wasn't that he was arrogant he was just so focused on winning that he didn't even realize that he was the champion until Bianca came into the ring and said, do you realize what you just did? You know, mm-hmm. you became a champion. And then he was dealing with the legacy and the, and the, and when he became champion, him not feeling like he was enough, like feeling like why, why he even talked about, why don't I feel like the champion? You know what I'm saying? Like I've done all this. I did. I've beat these people. I became the champion. Why don't I feel like it? And that that was the struggle with him um, fighting Drago because he didn't have a father in his life. He didn't have that moment to experience with his dad that, and that's what was important to him. So we'll we we'll go back and watch it again. I don't want I don't want to take up all the time. But <laughs> me, and, me and Chuck already talked about Creed one. So uh, do you want to Do you want to talk about it again, uh, Chuck, or do you want to just let? Uh, no. Um, I guess the main
0: thing I want to say about Creed 1, after watching it, I watched. I think I watched it maybe four times this week, leading up to uh Four times? Four times, yeah, I watched it. It was just like, it was like my go-to, like, it's midnight, <laughs> I'm kind of bored. Let me just throw in Creed, because I'm enjoying it. You know, just the way Creed Creed was a masterpiece. It really was. It was definitely one of Ryan Coogler's greatest movies. I think it's the best one. Um, it's right up there. It had only reason I would say Black Panther Because he had more actors that had to, you know, add into that movie besides, you know, Rocky and and Creed. But that one, that one is is awesome. They, the whole flow of the movie just flows so great. I mean, it just comes in, it starts off wonderful, kind of gets you right into point. You see Adonis leave his job, start boxing professionally, and go right into everything. Like, leaves his mom's, goes to Philly, and, you know, is. Definitely it's definitely eye-catching. It kind of gets you just turned on to move like, oh wow, well, this is pretty interesting. They didn't kind of have a slow pace at all. And then once it gets into him introducing himself to Rocky and just kind of seeing that back and forth with Rocky not wanting to train him and him just still focusing on his dream, him just focusing forward like I'm a I'm gonna be a boxer, regardless if anybody helps me or not. He's up in there training by himself. Mm-hmm. He's been doing that his whole life. So that was pretty cool, you know, just seeing him that way and then having him meet Bianca and everything and so just the whole flow of the movie and then it jumps right into the training and his actual two fights that he does the The camera work on the fights are really good I don't think the impact of the actual punches were as, as focused on the second one the second one you definitely feel those punches um, you like Oof. but the first <laughs> one is like it's more of like is a more of an art type of film that he did, like the way he had the cameras just stay directly on him throughout the whole fight scene and it's turning just going to each other, each of the opponent's face, uh, back to back. So I thought those were pretty cool, um, on the first one. And I definitely love the music on the first one. Um, it just tied in so great to the film. Like that was it's like his key, it's like Ryan Coogler's greatest thing is like the music that he puts in with his, um, Uh, uh, particular parts of the movies, they just touch you so much. They get you so involved emotionally into what you're seeing on on the screen. So I think that's the only thing I can see that was not on par with us on the second one is that you didn't feel that connection to everything. And then like like you were saying with um, Rocky having cancer, that whole scene there was like, whoa. So like it just mm-hmm. like him training in the hospital, him you know sacrificing everything, them falling apart and coming back together, and they becoming a family. They're gonna fight this together, and and just kind of seeing that whole thing, it just it really connects you with the film, it makes it an awesome film for me. But that's yeah. all
2: got for that. Real, real quick too, I wanted to address that with Rashad, the him saying that uh, <laughs> that uh, the baby being born deaf didn't have anything to do with it, but the whole point of that was so that rocky could have that conversation and say okay you have something to live for but you don't need to fight this guy you don't need to prove anything to this guy because you have something to live for you have to be here for this child this child needs you um you know you're not gonna love her he he, he said what are you gonna do if she is you know if she is deaf?" he said what do you mean what are you gonna are you gonna be here yes yeah, of course I'm gonna be here okay well you need to be here you know so um it kind of helped him get back on the right track and let him know that he had something to, to live for, um, not something to die for. So yeah,
1: yeah, I feel you, man. Creed two is a good movie. Like, if I hadn't seen Creed number one, then that would've been like, Yeah, man, I, I feel you right there. Like, that's that's good stuff. It's just that Creed one does a much better job of, of all of those type of things, man. Mm-hmm. All of that. Like it really touches those emotions so much more, man. Like, let mm-hmm. me go ahead and get my shots in here. Ryan Kugler, bro, I am your fan. From here on out, man, as long as you don't mess up, because I've seen two of the movies. <laughs> Black Panther was my favorite movie up until now. I was so mad at everybody in this color commentary group. I was mad at Charlie. I was mad at Danny because you guys did not tell me this movie was this good. They said, "Oh yeah, that's a great movie, man. I watch it all the time, man." This ain't no great movie. This is like the best movie. Like this is not. This movie has knocked out Black Panther for number one for me. I was watching this thing and I was just. I was amazed. He was touching every emotion, man. It was, it was how he did things. I just run through a couple of things. Like when the referee was in the locker room and he's and he the talking goes silent, and he was like, Oh, he's really focusing. And he's like, I'm really freaking out right now. I need to take a crap. <laughs> and he's like, What are you talking about? I said, bro, are you gonna cut the tape off? Are you gonna wipe my ass? <laughs> that was hilarious, man. He's like, he's just an example of touching all those emotions. The scene where um, he's standing outside of Tessa Thompson's door and the camera keeps going back between him and her and she's taking out the, uh, the earplugs and then it goes back to him and then it goes back to her one last time and she's away from the door and the camera just focuses in on the door and the fact that she's not there. She's gone. I was like, oh, God, that is so beautiful. It's Dude, the, the image was so striking to me um, during the fight at the end when Rocky asked Adonis why he wants to go on. And Adonis says, I want to prove that this I wasn't a mistake. What? Come on, bro. No, that, was that, like, I,
0: that, was, that was like I almost had a little tear. I was like, yeah. bro, I was like bro, you can't, you can't <laughs> like, stop yeah. the fight now, man. I'm
1: sorry. You have to go. Can't
2: have fight, you can't stop it.
1: <laughs> oh. Bruh, almost had a tear, bro. I was so many times I was wet in the eye watching this, man. Like, you know, like somebody just poured water right on my face, bro. The editing between Adonis's training and Rocky getting chemotherapy, beautiful, man. Beautiful. You know, and then if you watch when they first had their fallout and Rocky says they're like, We're not a family, that was just some type of dream, you know, and mm-hmm. it's like he hit like he knew exactly what buttons to push to really like that was exactly the wrong thing to say. And then he comes to the prison, and that's like the best scene as far as acting in the whole movie to me. Them talking in the in the jail. And um, what's his name? Adonis says something to to Rocky. And before Rocky talks, watch his face. Like his reaction in his face is just beautiful. It's like, wow, like this is some acting right here. It's amazing, man. And I don't then, know how did you know, they didn't win the Oscar? This movie we, did not win Best Picture. We they should have won. They should have won Best Picture and they definitely should have won uh, Best Cast. I mean, particularly supporting actor for Rocky. I think I think Adonis did a great job, but I really was impressed with uh, Sylvester Stallone.
2: Sylvester, well, they, Sylvester, I think yeah. Sylvester, Sylvester Stallone did win the Oscar. I think Sylvester Stallone did win. He won something for it. I don't I don't I don't want to say it's an Oscar, but he won some prestigious award for the supporting actor role.
1: I know he's being nominated for this one. Or that was not nominated. I think they're they're thinking about nominating him for this one. But I felt that his acting was so much better in the first one, you know. And again, that's the thing with Ryan Coogler. It's like the second movie is a really good story, but this one, it's a good story wrapped with incredible visuals and incredible editing. Uh, Adonis fighting stuntman for the first time, and you feel like, oh man, like he just took out the first dude. He's like, anybody hit me in the face, they can have my car. He's like, bro, he's a prodigy, man. Like he's gonna Mm be awesome. And he fights that man. And then he loses his car. I was like, that is perfect. (laughs) That was was so good. Come home with a black eye. We got the shades on talking to his mama. I was like, dang. Exactly. The only con uh, for this movie was the fight scenes. Um, I felt like despite the fact that he was chasing chickens around, which I felt like he should be really fast. If he's chasing chickens. I never felt he came off as a really good fighter, and also I thought the fight scenes themselves were oh just how they were set up. I thought they were okay at best. It seems like Ryan Kugler's kind of weakness overall he's not the best at the fight choreography or perhaps he doesn't have the best people working with him to create the intensity because i didn't say about creed 2 those fight scenes were epic mm-hmm. <laughs> they were awesome so if they can take the story from creed 1 the editing from creed 1 and the fight scenes from creed 2 you got a perfect movie but that's all i got to say yeah <laughs> All right. So, let's go ahead and get and uh, get ready to wrap this up. We're going to uh we saw here that Lion King is coming out. We got a live action Lion King. However, if there's no humans in it and it's not real people, it's not really live action, now, is it? But <laughs> well, let's talk about it. The Lion King trailer that we have coming out here. Uh Danny J Quick, you got 2 minutes, sir. Go ahead and tell us what you think.
2: Honestly, don't care about this one. Um, They, Lion King. The Lion King was perfect to me. Uh I don't, I don't need them to remake this one. I don't need them to remake Dumbo either. While I'm on the subject, I
0: hated Dumbo.
2: Dumbo was already stupid. it's gonna be even worse. But I don't. I don't need this new Lion King because the first one was amazing. Unless they're yeah, I don't need it. Don't. Well, they
0: had Jungle Book. Jungle Book was amazing. That was your favorite movie okay.
2: a long that, time. That's true.
1: I <laughs> ain't got but, you there.
2: That's true. But this the new he's jungle
1: He's down. Book. He's down. Ten. Nine. <laughs> they count up.
0: They count up, Rashad. They count up. <laughs> I, I take <laughs> a, Take really
2: count. <laughs> <out>. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't say I'm not gonna go see it. I am gonna go see it, of course, but um, I don't need this. I don't need this at all. And like you said, this, there's no unless if there's no people in it, you know they don't even have Mowgli. Mo, they don't even have a Mowgli character to to, to be live action. So it's it's still animated. It's just like Toy Story four, just better CGI.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess you are right with the live action. I don't think we had any humans on Lion King, but. Uh, I'm excited about it just cuz that is that's my favorite that's my favorite Disney film ever. I watched it religiously. Had the CD, had the little tape, little disc, uh, mm-hmm. not disc. It was a little actual what are those tapes called? I forgot they were called. It's VHS man. No, cassette? not the not the movie, the actual soundtrack. We were playing cassette. the little cassette tape. Who the cassette? cassette yes. Cassette? I had I had the whole musical. Want to be your mud? Yeah, I was all like that. All up in the car. That was my jam. But uh yeah, I'm excited to see. I wanna I, I just wanna see how they make I g I can't really say it's live action either. I, I just it's not really live action. I mean unless they're gonna have a real line up in there like every once in a while. <laughs> just sees you out of the face a little bit. I don't know. But I can't wait to kind of see how they throw the music. I know they have a lot of um they have Beyonce in there. Uh who was somebody, uh what's the uh guy that plays um Miles Morales? Charles Charles Donald Glover. Donald Glover. He's. I think he's Simba. Um, of course, they had the 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 voice of Mufasa. What's his name? Jay, uh, James Earl James Earl Jones. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. So they got yeah. some of the. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to kind of see that. I, I was like, oh, when they dropped it on Thanksgiving, I was like, is it like is Lion King? I knew they were dropping a Latin. So I was like, okay, I figured Lion King be a year or two away. I'm more not. excited
2: about Aladdin. You are? Yeah. I think
0: I'm more excited about both of them. So
1: I'm I'm just gonna have a whole time. I got Toy Story Four coming. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, know I, gotta, over, I know this has been over two minutes, bro. Are you watch. are you keeping your job? No. Hey, uh, it ain't been over two minutes. <laughs> it's only been over like a minute and a half. God, to it's short.
0: gonna be awesome. Y'all. Definitely made, go check it a out.
2: Whole 10 minutes for him to get his uh computer straight. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's 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 the
0: that's the ringtone right there. It's coming down. I know. I talked to a lot of my friends. About the song that like there's a lot of grown people that's gonna be going to see this. They're gonna be just taking people's kids to go see this movie because this is my generation's our generation, not you Rashad. Uh uh, you know, this is our theme right there, man. This is this is our, our jam back in the day. But yeah, I'm I'm excited about it. What about you,
1: Rashad? <laughs> that was from my generation too, bro. People nah. love Lion King. Yeah, but uh yo, okay. 13, Real 14. quick, here's the thing for me with Lion King, okay i am glad that i'm gonna go a completely different way i'm glad to see that disney is not repeating the same mistakes as they made before with the first lion king okay all right i'm just gonna take it a little deeper here the only disney movie to occur in africa shows no cities no industrialization at all and no african people at all but chooses to focus on animals on the savannah which is fine okay that's fine i would have liked to. we got black panther now so I, you know it was Dixie right at that. But they topped it off by having the child of two strong black characters as a white kid. I just could never get over that. That was just, that is so wrong to me. You have James Earl Jones, and I can't remember what her name was, but she was actually the wife in um, Coming to America as well. So they basically just reprised their roles as king and queen. And they couldn't they couldn't put in a, a black kid to be the, the child John, of two black people. Jonathan was just-
2: Thomas was was the uh, icon at that time.
1: Yeah, <laughs> well, he well, was. That, that was one of my major problems with the with the movie. So I like the fact yeah, that, that they they're they're fixing that wrong and they've brought in uh, I don't know who the young young Simba is, but having Donald Glover play the older Simba. It's like thank you for for correcting that because. I think that I mean that's important, you know what I mean? And you know, from the some of y'all who may not, you know, be African Americans. That's kind of the stuff that we have to deal with that y'all maybe y'all don't see all the time, but it's like like what would it make sense to have another story about two white characters and all of a sudden their child be black? Like that was just it's just weird. Why why not, you know? Uh, also, I hope this if this movie is longer than the first, I hope there's something, you know, a little bit different. Maybe uh maybe maybe Mufasa doesn't die. Maybe he's just hospitalized. <laughs> no, getting it. He, he definitely getting it. You know, maybe what's your boy's name? What's his, what's the monkey's name? Ricky? Ricky? What's R- his name? R- R- Rafiki. Rafiki. Maybe Rafiki. You know, he's got like at the very end of the movie, it's like Simba, look. <laughs> you know, and and Mufasa is you know in the hospital somewhere. He's in the he's in the in the chimpanzee hospital somewhere. You know, getting some good medicine in. So I just want to see something different, but uh, but I'm excited to see it. All right, guys. Well, uh, closing thoughts. Uh, we need to get our, go ahead and get our TKO here. I mean, our, our points in here. We're going to let our, our fans determine who won the fight here. Uh, Charlie Taylor, your closing thoughts, sir. Why do you deserve the win for Creed 1, Creed 2, and Lion King? Why did you have the best one today? And also, oh, well, basically what I'm trying to say is should people see this movie. And also, uh, your closing thoughts.
0: Oh, definitely! You better go see this movie. Yes, this is a must see. Uh, go check it out in theaters. Don't watch on Cody or any of those other shams. Like, go support them. Go out there and 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 check it out. It's definitely going to make you feel good. You're going to feel the impact. You got to go see it at a theater with good sound, so it's definitely gonna. It's well worth it. Um, but yeah, I definitely won today because you know I, I brought the energy, I brought that fire. You know, had the had the got the Rocky stuff going on. You know, I got my Creed going on here, and I watched the movie like five times. So you know, I brought the best points to this show. Uh, you know, I still you feel my little chest here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm working out.
2: What do you say? Got that taco meat all hanging out. Yeah, the
0: taco meat right there. All <laughs> oh, for the oh, big guys. We train to we eat hamburgers and stuff. But, yeah. So, yeah, I, I won today. And we know Rashad didn't win his technical difficulties. You see what happened to him. So, I beat him up and took his phone. I wasn't so, the referee.
1: That, that, that's the bad thing about it. I wasn't even <laughs> the referee. I was the referee.
0: <laughs> but close closing thoughts is, guys, um, I had a great time today. I'm KFH Party Easy. We do parties of all kinds. We're gonna have a lot of events coming up this next year. We got a lot of movies for the children. Uh, we already talked about all the Disney movies Toy Story, um, Lion King, Aladdin. You know, even Dumbo, we might do something for that, too. But, yeah, we're going to have a lot of things. Oh, yeah, and we are going to be doing, we're trying to put something together for Aquaman. So, we're going to see about getting some of our crew members to join us and hit up uh, some of these theaters around here and check out Aquaman all together. And just, you know, have a good time just
1: hanging out and chill afterwards. So, look for that. I'm out. Donnie Drago, how did you break this show? (laughs) <laughs> and also, I should people uh, should people see these two movies, uh, uh, three movies? I must break him.
2: No, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna give the window to Rashad. To be honest with you, um, I'm looking at all these comments on his little thirst trap video that he put up earlier with his shirt off, and uh, oh, yeah. you got, got all the ladies coming out uh, talking about him, with, talking about Rashad with his shirt off. What is what is going on here?
1: <laughs> got to make the sacrifices, bro. <laughs> I got gotta the, I got the chest do. of the tiger.
2: <laughs> you got to do it for the team. But uh, that's it for me, y'all. It's your boy, uh, Danny J. Quick. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm trying to get my Twitter running. um at the Ace Blade I'm on Instagram, too. Um, come see us at Greensboro Comic Con in January, January 12th and 13th. We'll be out there. But until next time, stay vigilant, with my friends. I'm out.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, that has been our show. Please make sure to leave your comments on the video as you see it here on Facebook or on as you see it there on YouTube. Tell us uh, who was the winner between these incredible uh, competitors here, Mr. Danny Drago Quick and Mr. Charlie Adonis Taylor over. Who who was the winner? Who had the better points? So was it the referee? Also, like the video if you liked it. And also remember, you got to subscribe to survive. This is color commentary. <clears throat> this is color com- Oh boy. Ooh. This is color commentary. <laughs> Bro, I'm freaking out. I need to go to the bathroom. Peace. <laughs> I'm my- And it's got to be. Project. <laughs> that's
0: the only thing that's soothing my soul. Turn on the TV to